I can honestly say If today was my last day Yeah, I'd accept my fate was to be done anyway Cause it is what it is And we all get what we get Bid you cherish every breakfast for me if nothing's left Oh, I lived a life worth dying for Oh, I smiled and I laughed till I cried Yeah, I learned and I loved falling and stood back up When I could, I did all I could do Don't know about you but I'll say this for sure Oh, I've lived a life worth dying for Yeah, I'm feeling fine It's just the thought finds me sometimes do you think about it some? Maybe I think of it too much I did not mean to kill the bus No, that's not why I brought this up I guess I just hope and pray Someday I can hear you say Oh, I've lived a life worth dying for Oh, I smiled and I laughed Till I cried Yeah, I learned and I loved Falling and stood back up When I could, I did all I could do I don't know about you But I'll say this for sure Oh, I've lived a life worth dying Is wherever I might lay But these words are on display For all of might just come my way But these words are on display For all of might just come my way yeah. Oh, I lived a life worth dying for Oh, I smiled and I laughed till I Say this for sure. Oh, I lived a life worth dying for. Oh, I lived a life worth dying for.
That was Jeremy Parsons and Life Worth Dying For. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show in the company of your Cabacus Nova, Romy the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijonek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome back to the show after way too long, the one and only Jeremy Parsons. Hey, Jeremy, how are you? And welcome back. Hey, hey, it's good to be back. Thank you for how long has it been? You know, I have lost track of time at this point, but I think <laughs> it's been it's been too long. That's a, that's the only way I could put it. I I agree. Let's just leave it there. I agree completely because we. I was like, hey, is it okay? Yeah, yeah. You're right. No, it's just the accordion of time goes back and forth. Who knows? But we're here now, and that's what matters. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, and and super glad to, of course, said have you have you back on the show. And of course, we just heard this great song of yours, "Life Worth Dying For." Now, when it comes to the genesis of this song, how did it come about? Nice genesis of this song. Look at you. I like that. Um, it was a uh, man. I I was sitting there and I was playing that part. I had this kind of like a. Almost, if you could imagine, like a, a strum part. When I wrote it acoustically, it's got this. You know that eye of the tiger has that. It's kind of got that. Like it's more of like that, but a gallop to it. Like oh, I've lived a lot. So that's like it. Kind of came to life. I was playing that, and it was like it's quick. It's a quick chord change. Uh, like instrumentally, it starts on the one. But then when it comes into the verses, it starts on the four, which if you're in G is the C. Um, and, and then goes four, five, one, which would be C, D, G. But it's a quick half note transfer back to the one. And uh, I love that. And I was like, dude, this has to be like something uplifting. And like in and, and luckily I was in my head, my hand, my head, heart and hands were all synced up. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, let's do this right now. <laughs> so it's and I and I you know I I was in that I was in the stage it's a similar mindset to things to come uh this is the future forward things to come for me and I think when I was writing that I I kept that in mind um and so it, it, I like I I wanted I wanted to write something like hey you know it's and and it it, it came out like it, it, like the the hook and stuff, I don't even know if I knew what I was doing before it was it was there. And and luckily I was like recording a voice memo because sometimes you'll miss it. Like the delivery is different if you like. Oh, that was good. Let me go record it again. So I had it all, and it was basically like a one take, one take Jake song. Like came out in probably under thirty minutes, and uh, I. But I I've always wanted to say that too. I think it always been important to me because that's how I feel. Like I. Um, I, I wake up every day. It's like this, you know, you body scan. You're like, oh, what part of me hurts? Am I alive? What's still beating? What needs to be beating harder? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, hey, how how you doing? And I'm like, I'm good, man. He's, like, are you happy? I was like, yeah, I'm content. I, I I think I'm, I think I feel still feel like I'm doing what I'm sitting here, to, what I was sitting here to do. Um, and that's my focus. And I think for me, it's it's. You, you look around, you drive around, you go you go out to the grocery store, you see a world full of people, uh, and, you know, I don't, you know, not everyone ends up where they are for certain reasons, and I'm not here to judge or anything. It, it doesn't all happen the same way for us. We have to make sacrifices. I understand that. So I'm not attacking anybody by any means. I just want to make that clear. But, like, you see a world full of people that are, 
choosing to be miserable uh for lack of a better term and and we're in charge of that you know we would like and and yeah, i chose to do music at an early age and it just happened to keep working out for me and i realized that i'm lucky and i'm grateful for everyone who's ever listened and and for the fact that i still get to do this like almost 15 years into the gig uh so it, it like i'm very aware of that and i don't take any of it for granted but it pains me to see people continue to make choices for themselves that that just decay them quicker whereas you could be like building yourself up and then and and as the domino effect goes that leads to more positive progress from you to other people you you get to be the example of like the life they could be living like a life worth dying for like i you you i want that for everybody like i have it for myself and and that's something instilled in me from my father like he was he did what he loved. He's a he's a big plant nerd. So, but he's he's a horticulturist. So he just dove right in, and and he loved that. He put like a, a lot of plants on the market. Like did a lot of crossbreeding, made some beautiful colors, and he loves it. He loves it still. And he's retired. He's been retired for a while now. But that example for me was everything. I think, um, and being able to notice it at an early age, been like, I need to find something that. He love I, I love as much as he loves what he does, and and I and I uh, when I picked up a guitar when I was seventeen I was like this is it man I found it I don't know what I don't know if this is if it's right but I hope this is it because it feels right but that that's basically what the song is just make a short story long I guess uh, the uh, it's it's that for me it's I wanted to put that all into one song and. And have the uh, have everything just conveyed that way, and, and and I think it came across great. My buddy Dustin Martin lives in Austin, produced the track, and and he 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 killed it. I think it was perfect for what it is, and he kind of it still has that element of like those changes of that like a, a kind of joked and was kind of serious in the beginning. That eye of the tiger, like digga 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 digga, like kind of kind of vibe, but it's more of a gallop, which is you know that's just country horses gallop, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's well, it's a fantastic, fantastic song indeed. And you know, you touched up earlier about things to come. And in fact, you know, last time you you were on the show, we were talking about this album, you the album Things to Come. Now, when it comes to a new album uh, or even a new EP, do you already have a follow up in mind to when it to Things to Come? Oh yeah. So so life worth dying for is uh, it'll be. So basically what we're doing, because, uh, you know, it's you can do whatever you want these days with the mostly digital market and Spotify and everything. You can we're, we're just releasing all the singles. And then once all the singles come out, you will have the entire EP, so to speak. So Life Worth Dying For is track three on a. I should know this. <laughs> but I think it's a five or six song EP. <laughs> so we have at least like three or four. It's six. It's six songs. We're working on the fourth single right now. And hopefully we'll have that out in, you know, the next couple months. Uh, you know, everything going is planned and stuff. And of course, we're doing all animated music videos with this project. So. And uh, my sister's doing the artwork, and we're doing it like it's a, a a tarot card deck, which I really love. And she's doing a fantastic job. It, it's it's cool. I love it. It's it's almost like a, a um what do they call it? Like a concept piece where where it all kind of like links together. 
So, but the cool thing about it is this is the first EP of three EPs that'll be like kind of put together. We we just have a lot of songs. It's gonna, <laughs> I can tell you, it's gonna end up being at least twenty six songs by the time we get to this EP Rainbow. <laughs> wow, well, quite quite the <laughs> so, magnum opus indeed. Right. Well, I mean, we had a couple years there to come up with a lot of stuff. We, had, you know, we had during during the the shutdown and everything is like if you weren't creating, I don't, you know, you you wasted your time. Like if you know, well, I, I utilized it to, you know, get stuff together, write new stuff. I also put out the things to come project during that. But while you're releasing, your creative flow is like directly open. So you know, more songs just come in and I'm not going to let them slip by. So that's what a lot of these are from. Um, and and I'm, I'm stoked to get them out there. This is, yeah, but the, this first EP will be called Life. It's the Life EP. And then the next one is Death. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's see, very, as I, as we were talking about, you know, off air, very reflective and very deep, uh, deep stuff when it comes to, to the music that you bring out there, especially on the, when it comes to the lyrical content too. And, you know, when, when you think about, you know, a, the, the concept of a life worth dying for, what in your mind makes a life worth dying for? I, well, that's see, that's that's when it becomes tricky because, like, I I can't I can only define that for myself, and that's what's important is like it's that it's that you wake up every day and you're like, man, I feel anchored and content and and happy, and I I can't wait to you know greet the day and like conquer it and so to speak, not as aggressive as conquer it, but you know like this is my day and I'm gonna I'm gonna make it through. Uh, I th I think that's what it is. You're searching for that 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 feeling of just being satisfied uh, in in what you're doing and and what you in your chosen chosen path and and everything. And I it, it's and that like I said that varies person to person. Like so many people have so many different passions. Like if your passion is being a therapist or psychologist or something and helping people work through their issues and you are content with that like heck yes we need that <laughs> like <laughs> some we need people to tell us what sometimes we're it's very obvious that we're feeling but for some reason we can't touch on it like maybe because we don't want to or something and you know music does that same thing for people like some i was like wow i feel really triggered thank you <laughs> i guess i need to focus on whatever that is that you just launched at me <laughs> Well, I think that's a beautiful thing that if you can inspire somebody that way, you know, kind of almost give them a wake up call. I think you've definitely done something special with your music. And there was something that I, you know, I, I should have asked you way back when. And I guess now I, I suppose is the time I'll ask is, as I'm sure, of course, you know, the surname Parsons is a big is a big last name, especially when it comes to the country music world. When one thinks of the legend that was Graham Parsons. And I'm right. curious, are you related in any way to him and uh if not if not uh what did, have you ever are you a fan of Graham parsons music i am a fan of uh of Graham parsons absolutely uh i i am not related not to my knowledge in any way at least nor am i to alan parsons although his son's alan parsons' son's name is jeremy and he does make instrumental music that sometimes ends up on my platforms and I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out how to make that not happen so he can get his streams and I can get mine, you know, and nothing. 
but yeah, no, I, I, I've always loved Graham Parsons stuff and, and uh, you know, that would be cool to be related to him. But, you know, I get that question all the time. It's either him or Alan. Um, <laughs> I actually had someone show up to one of my shows one time that were fans of Alan Parsons and they thought they were sure I was his son. Oh, wow. And I, and I was, I told them, I was like, I'm not, no, like he's, He's just messing with us. And I'm like, I do enjoy doing that, but I'm not messing with you, man. I don't like, I don't want you going back and telling somebody that I told you I was because I'm not, but they like wouldn't hear it. They stayed the whole time. I was like, this, this stuff doesn't even sound like his. I don't like it. Well, I I love that, but like I said, you know, so ready. I guess uh, you you know, with with your your last name, you're definitely in the right business for sure. Like you know, like we mentioned, seeing the Parsons that have come you know before you and, and what they have yeah. brought to music, and you know, when it cut, you, you talked about you know your view of what a life worth dying for looks like. When it when you kind of you take a look at humanity and people and so on, what do you think is something we human beings could do without? Mm. Wow. I like all these questions because they're almost like you have to answer carefully because it's like poking the bear, you know? <laughs> I I think I obviously like, you know, I, as we talk via technology, I think <laughs> I think one of the main things and like I, I use it all the time, like my notes section on my phone, my voice memo, but I think it's so distracted us and, and it's made, made, made us become so impatient. My, like, my generation was, like, one of the last that, like, we had to wait for stuff. Like, you had to wait for a VHS to rewind. And, like, now it's Netflix at the click of a button. Like, you don't even have to use a controller. You can be like, hey, TV, play so-and-so on Netflix. You know, it's it, we're, we're, we're losing a, a certain, and it seems, like, very small, but, like, we're losing a work ethic there. Like you're not having to lift a finger to, you're not having to work for something, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, ha, you know, how many of these, you know, and if they grow up in like a more like farm setting where there's no Wi-Fi and stuff like that, there's, you know, that they're, they're going out and doing chores and connecting with the earth and like using their brains because they're out there, they're, they're tilling and they're thinking, you know, it's like, you're not, you're not constantly distracted by some kind of, you know, you know, granted, when I'm sending like booking emails or like updating my calendar on my website, I have like, you know, <laughs> something playing on my iPad and like, you know, spa music playing in the background. Granted, like I, I, but that's because I'm ADHD and I have to have multiple distractions to focus. I know it sounds crazy, but it's a thing, man. Um, oh, I'm the same but, way. Don't worry. I can't have silence if I'm working. I have to have some, some background noise. I do right. hear you. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it somehow keys us in. We're like trapped and it's like, okay, this is your, we got the walls up now, these sound barriers and you focus on this. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think that's a problem. Like, and I think it's, I think it's become making people become more impatient in traffic. And I, I drive a lot and travel a lot. I, I see, you know, I, I get to study people nonstop, whether they're in a crowd in front of me or they're, in traffic next to me and there's there's a lot of things going on that i see like changing and it's people's people's tolerance in general is going down because we're so used to getting exactly what we want like you know at, at the click of a button in a certain sense and like back in the day if you wanted to get online man you'd have to wait for the dial-up modem you know and listen to that 
funky little jam every time like <laughs> you know it's like and then maybe the internet would work you know yeah you know maybe and that uh, was a big maybe <laughs> right right if you wanted to sit there for 50 minutes to wait for one page to load yeah like <laughs> it was like but so it, it it's changing but it's supposed to like it, we're supposed to evolve but like it will things will evolve but like the question is, are we evolving with the things as quickly as the things are evolving? And I, I don't think we are. Mm. Um, and, 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 you know, it's like, cause I mean, you look at like old fiction and stuff, you know, by this time we were supposed to have like crazy flying cars and a different source of energy and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> robots was, was, delivering our packages like it, that's not that far off probably though <laughs> no yeah the whole drone thing is already i think is starting to become a thing when it comes to, to delivering packages but right i think you definitely definitely um have your finger on the button there because i think we are very much living a culture of if you will instant gratification which i think yeah. is kind of what it is these days which is a kind of i mean it's great for some things but in other senses i think maybe one doesn't appreciate things as much because they're literally at the tip of your fingers like you said and so you don't really kind of have to work for them and you know and then binge culture of course i mean i'm guilty of binging stuff myself but that's also oh, of course same. i think yeah i think that's also a you know kind of leads into the whole instant gratification thing is you used to have to wait a week at least for the next episode of your favorite show to drop and now you have like the whole thing at, at once and people <laughs> literally lose their mind if they have to wait a week for oh, whatever man. you know if they were if they're not used to it Dude, it's so funny. I was watching something with uh, my dad one night, and he was like, "What? That's it?" And I was like, "Dad, you're literally from an era where there was like three channels. Like, how did you <laughs> you've, you've fallen into this so so well? Maybe too well, sir." <laughs> <laughs> well, well said. And you know, going back to the to the musical side of things, if you could collaborate with any artist, uh, you know, be it country or non-country or any genre, who would you like to collaborate with and why? Dude, this is actually really I was talking with my producer the other day and this this might be like nuts, man, but like I uh you know, crazier stuff has happened out there. I I really on this next project, the Death EP, we have some songs that like the production of it, a a a hip hop person could very easily jump onto, and like a guy who's always inspired me with his story, lyrics, just life in general, because like there's nothing we don't know about him is Eminem. Like I don't I don't know how much he would cost to get a feature, or like he's one of those guys. He's passionate enough about music that I you know I don't know. I'm gonna try to get him a song and see if he'll do it. Like worst thing could happen is nothing, you know. Exactly. And then, you know, we still love the song the way it is, but like, and, and it would be probably released as like a, a a special edition version of the song, you know, like we'd put out the single with just me and then do it. Because, I mean, that's a cool thing about having this much, um, this much content is like, and, and no label, like it's basically a label, a record label's worth of content, like they would put out with their artists, but it's all ours. We can do whatever we want. Like, we, can, you know, it's, and then people would be like, I don't know if this is really works for Texas country. I don't know if it works for Americana. And I was like, well, it's not, you know, it's not anything else. Like, it, it, it did stuff on, like, some pop charts, too, which I'm like, that's cool. 
Like whatever y'all think it is is whatever I think it is too, man. I, I I just love it. I love it. But like the Death EP has got some very very interesting stuff on it. This other uh, humanity and ticking and and life worth dying for that we put out have been very new for me. But like Death is is all it just it just keeps getting. In my mind, I would say better. I really enjoy what's what what keeps coming next. Um, you know, but you know, whatever the fans think is also important. And, and I love to hear that stuff, whether good or bad, you know, cause it's like, as far as evolution goes, like I mentioned earlier, like I, I think that I started very traditional cowboy hat, nudie suit, a man well actually, but like custom made, like great, you know, little Jimmy Dickens was in my first music video. I was dressing like the Opry guys and singing stuff from like the forties and fifties that I wrote. And then my next album was different, but that was like five or six years later, and I just didn't feel like the same artist. Uh, and and then the next record was, in my opinion, an upgraded version of that one. And now this stuff is like just where I'm at now, and I I I love that. I I think mm -hmm. I think if you're a creator and you're scared that what you're creating is too different, then I think you've got something great. And you should release it. But so many people put them like they're worried about what people are going to think of it, which that makes sense, man, because we want to we want to give the people who have supported us what they want. But if they're if they're true OG fans, they're going to be in your corner because they love you. Well, they love the they love the creator and they want to see what that person has to say or put out next. And And if they don't follow you into the the abyss of what's next, you know, cause nobody knows what's next. Like, it, you know, they're not, it's like friends, you know, I, 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 most of my fans are my friends. Like when they come to shows, I'm like, I'll come off stage. I'll be like, dude, it's so good to see you. Like, you know, and, and they, because that's what they're there to do. They're there to see me and I want to catch up, see how they're doing, you know, all that stuff. And it's, um, and some will be honest with me. They're like, "Man, this new stuff is is real weird for me." But like, it's the songs are good, and I'm like, "Yeah, man. Well, thank you for listening." And that's fine. Like, that's it's not it's not for everybody. It's just like, I mean, it is music is for everybody. But if if that specific song isn't for you, uh, I, I don't know. It's just cool. It, it's it's fun, and I and I I like traversing the industry because it's 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 wide open it's like an eight-lane highway and everybody's going all directions at once <laughs> you know it's, it's like that, that's man. a great way of putting it <laughs> we're thunderdome we're thunderdoming it out here it's like mad max <laughs> <laughs> i i love that concept that's a very good way of putting it because it's a great also lead into my next question which is with all the blood sweat and tears that artists like yourself put into your music and then you find that, you know, readily and, e and available on platforms like, you know, Pandora or Spotify or like for free. How do you feel about that? Are you in favor of those kind of platforms or do you think there should be a paywall or something for the artists when it comes to those platforms? I, I definitely I definitely think there should be should be a paywall like of some kind there should be some kind of like pet because now spotify has i don't know if you're staying up with all this have you seen spotify's recent deal uh no i that, that i do not know what was the late what, what's been the latest so their latest deal is they're not going to pay artists at all that wow. get under a certain amount of streams 
So like all those all those independent cats you see out there like busting it and trying to get like over a thousand spins on a song, they're not gonna get any money at all. If your song is under a thousand spins, you're not gonna get any money at all. Uh, and that's that's their newest announcement. And I it, like I just don't know. They have to have a, a heck of a legal team, man, because like something <laughs> like that just seems outrageous like how can you do that like it, it's it, you know it's not a lot of money anyway because they pay their payout is so little it's like what like point zero 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 keep going for a while one percent like <laughs> it's it's wild uh but it, yeah so it, that's that's the kind of stuff that they're doing there's there's other more like a- apple apple pays better uh so like that that's where usually like people ask so like where should i go mm-hmm. and, and you know it's at the end of the day I, i'm glad it's out there for people to find it because like I, I was you know i'll log on all the time and there's like people listening in belgium and i'm like that's wild like why how did you find me like what do you do <laughs> like that's cool because you couldn't do that otherwise but um that there's there's certain things about it that people have clearly taken advantage of that got in on the like just the ground floor of it and really blocked it off from everybody else they cemented cemented themselves in to that mm-hmm. position and spotify was one of those by like bringing in sony and like a, a couple other cats quickly and like so their artists and their labels will benefit but everyone else is a small fish and and we're gonna what we'll, we'll, we, we're just going to take from you and put it back into our machine. Um, which I don't know how that's going to work. It, it would take like, you know, you know what's interesting to me is that it, it, I, I'm not at that level of um, having enough people in my following group to make a change. But like, you know, there's, there's people like Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus, Beyonce, you know, Jay-Z, and Jay-Z made title, but like title's not that great either. Um, you know, but there's big artists out there that could really be like, hey, you know what? We're gonna take our stuff down. Like Zach Bryan in the Americana country realm right now, who's like at the top of the game. Like if a couple big artists got together and were like in the labels, were like, hey, we're not, you know, we're not biting anymore like we're gonna take our stuff and go unless you change something about that the guy who owns and i i don't know how much he runs the company but it he's he's disgusting in in business and in as as far as being a human goes i don't think he qualifies anymore uh (laughs) his humanity has has left the building um But, but in in that latest deal, that's that's a low blow because like some of those guys, like those those royalty checks meant everything for like a lot of the indie dudes that were like, you know, it's it's not much, but like it's cool that these people, like some people, are listening and I'm getting this check, you know. And it helps uh, keeps the lights on, right? To a certain right, extent. right, little by little, the tank full or like some groceries on your plate, like it, you know, it, it it's every little bit helps when you're when you're when you're first starting out um but yeah it's it's you know it 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 could change but it would take people stepping out of the comfort zone because the, everyone that i just mentioned doesn't need to make that change because they have 
millions of listeners a month and they're you know getting billions of streams on one song like right after it comes out so they they don't want to make a change because they don't need to but like if you want to advocate for art you you have to you have to be willing to take a hit and and a lot of people don't want to do that because they're scared and you know someone could come back at me and it's like well why aren't you doing that i was like because unfortunately i'm i'm one of the small fish like a small fish like you know jumping off the hook just you know i'm gonna i'm gonna end up screwing myself and like would i gladly do that with people if they were willing to join me absolutely like in a in a heartbeat because i i, I think it i think something needs to be done because like that's that's villainy at this point like that that shouldn't be allowed that's not ju justice needs to come back and 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 really you know it, like i said it, it's villainous like it needs to be rectified like the, there's no there's no justifying that decision making outside of the like further chase for for money and just being uh, like overly greedy like mm. it's 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 pretty wild. I agree with you. I mean, you, you know, maybe if we saw a scenario like what happened recently with the uh, actors' strike and the writers' strikes and all those kind of things, and, right. and you know, they they are they they when it comes to the actorial world, if you will, um, that has somewhat brought you know, given them some results when it came to the, the you know them versus the studios, if you will. So right. maybe something like that in the music world, or you know, have somebody kind of you know carry the flag. For the for the artists for the in, for the independent people, I think that could, that could possibly make a dent. And when it comes now to this new year, you know, other than waving flags and 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 you know, hoping things will get better for the independent artists, when it comes to your personal objectives for twenty twenty four, what what objectives have you set yourself, and what would you like to see realized by the the time the year is over? I think it's it's uh, it's always it's always about the same for me. I want to put out more music. I want to see if we can we can get this full first EP out and really start tiptoeing into the second one, which I think we can do, because um, the first single for the second one is kind of like got a spooky vibe, and I'd like to have it out by Halloween of of this year. Uh, that's my plan, and and that's doable, because like I said, we have we got three out now, we we got three more to go, and I think we can do that if we if we if we have a good momentum but like you know it all depends on you know you know unforeseen factors always arise and you have to like remain patient and realistic about this process but um the 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 new single coming out is you know we're working on the artwork and i've talked to my music video my animator and he's good to go and and the production is i think it's almost there except for i need to go do a final vocal and I think we're we're thinking about one more guitar part or something, but the, it's it's really close, um, and and more dates. I think I I think I'd like to get, um, you know, it's it's all you you you're, you're booking shows and uh and everything, and I think the amount of shows that I play, I'm I'm really pleased with, but I think I think getting into like a bigger scale of venue and i love the places i played nothing against them but like i think for for progress sake i'd like to see uh and, and one thing that has always been ideal for me is i would love to go out with somebody as like an acoustic opening act like a room just all original songs so i'm always kind of focused on looking for an opening like that and i i think uh 
and and I and I'm 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 ready for that. It happens occasionally, and when it happens, I'm very like I'm very overjoyed about it. But I think I would like to see it happen more consistently, uh, and share the songs more intimately with people, telling the stories, you know, make them laugh, make them cry if I possibly can. Uh, but the <laughs> it's all about the emotions, right? Be it right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because it's got like it's all there. It's I I I have the array as an artist uh, that I could deliver to a room that could give them all that, and and you know, hopefully, like you know, I'll bring them with me on the way out, you know, too. And then I uh, and I'd love I'd love to do more of that because those shows are are fulfilling for me. All the shows are fulfilling, but. To really just have an original set that's like forty-five minutes to an hour. One, it's easier on your voice and body, and like I'm not getting any younger. Gravity is not getting any easier to conquer. Uh, the uh, so it's it, it that that's a big goal for me. Um, and it was a goal last year, but I think you know other stuff came up in in life that was I I knew I needed to handle. And and that's so that's a focus for me outside of and I, and like I'm I'm releasing music enough that there's it's relevant for a tour and stuff to talk about and you know hit different cities and maybe go out of state more uh leave leave Texas a little bit more which I, I know I need to do but like there's just so many places to play in Texas it's <laughs> it's hard to justify leaving if you can't package in a bunch of other shows but. And and that's something I love to do is figure out like like routing dates and stuff like that. And I I, I think that's that's one of the fun parts of the gig. And um, you know even tagging along with other artists on that and everything. So it, it the the goals for me are usually about the same. It's about elevating. Uh, I, I'm here right. I'm like I'm happy with where I'm at. If I stayed here, I would be happy. But I feel like you know you always need to spring yourself to the next stepping stone, whether that's forward or up, whichever direction is most important to you. But um, you kind of, you kind of, I, I kind of know where I need to go as I'm walking the path. Usually I'm like, there it is. There's the door. There you go. Well, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad at least you know where you go. That's, that's definitely always a good thing. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> and for those, for those who want to stay up to date with where you're going, you know, be it live shows, music and what have you, where can we send these folks to? JeremyParsonsMusic.com is the, is going to be the best place to go. You got shows on there. You can contact me. I got some fun new merch. Um, and actually, recently, my merch is also on Amazon, which I think is fantastic. You can get, like, all sorts of colors, hoodies and everything. But JeremyParsonsMusic.com will, will give you almost too much information about me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess these days, our everybody's life is more public than we'd like it to be, unfortunately. I guess, especially when we are, you know, we're in the, I guess, in the in the public eye so much. You know, either you know, myself as a DJ, you as a musician. So it's uh, it's it's why I guess it comes with the it's the the price that comes with the magic, I suppose. And Absolutely, just, yeah. And speaking of great things, uh, Jeremy, we're going to see you out here with another great song of yours, which you touched up on a little bit earlier, which will be "Humanity." Now, when it comes to this song, any stories behind this one? This is a uh, <laughs> man. If you if you watch the video, you'll really be like, "Oh man, this dude was paying attention during the pandemic." It, I, I remember sitting. I was sitting in my office. 
And I, I just, I think I just finished an interview with, with somebody uh, like for the things to come record. And I was, I clicked off and like went on and like opened the, the news browser popped up and I was just like going through all the tabs of like stuff that was going on. Like, Oh, you know, somebody shot somebody cause they wouldn't wear a mask at a Kroger or something. And then you're like, Oh, somebody got killed because they thought they were doing something else because they had a certain color skin. And you're like, okay, wow, is this the 1960s? Like, <laughs> what happened? Did we, like, it, it felt like there was a part of society that really took the time became kind of meditative, really focused on progress and working on themselves or coming together as a family, like something positive. And then there was this other part of the world, part of people, so to speak, humanity, that like just went wild. Like they felt like attacked by everything that what they, that it's like they made it all about themselves and projected all of those problems onto like just whoever was there first and unfortunately that wasn't it was wild and i and i it was baffling and i'm like what are, what are we doing like what are we doing guys like what happened like this is not that because sometimes people will complain about not getting any time off you give them a year off and send them some money in the mail they're like, I'm gonna go crazy. You know, it's like, no, it's, it, it I was like, oh, it, like, they, you can't win. But it was, it was from looking at that experience and going like, we, uh, we should, we should feel bad as a collective for what's happening now. It's like, not that you personally did anything, but we need to really look at ourselves and be like, hey, It, sh should I be better? Should I do better? Can I do better? The answer is always, yeah, you can do better. Yes, you can. You always can. It's just, if you want to check yourself on that is the question. And a lot of people would rather just cast the stones and not have any thrown back, you know? There's a bunch of glass people out there. They're like, oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, so it it came from that. It was a very reflective period of like just looking at the world going like, what is wrong with y'all? Like what is wrong with us as humans? Like we like it it was wild and 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 that's that's it like where the song came from and and, and you can hear it in the, in the lyrics like it's a um you know, it's it's always one of those things I I always try to you know that there's this thing it's like you know you don't you don't understand cuz you're you know a white male and i'm like you know people would say that for me to to me for years and i wouldn't quite understand it but like there's it's it's true there's certain things that certain people will never have to deal with just because of who they are and it's not your fault that you were born that way but you should be aware that it there's not there's not a certain amount of equality placed into the world from the start of the economy from the beginning like some people's scale is tipped in, in a way that doesn't benefit them and uh and and and, and that's that's a lot of the, like you know there's there's a line in the song that kind of talks about that like 
fairly broadly like um you know it's it it it's it's a shame you look just like me but we don't like we're not the same at all like uh and it's you want you want people to get it but you have to be aware that some people won't and remain hopeful and maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised but you know that's that's best case scenario <laughs> Uh, but humanity touches on all that, like just basically looking at the world and going like, guys, we need to do better. We need to really like take a long look at ourselves in the mirror and like, does this seem like a good idea? Does this seem like the right thing to do? What do you think the right thing to do is? If you think that's the right thing to do, then you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I guess uh, definitely some soul searching for the the human race as a whole when it comes to this one. So we're going to be into this 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 very reflective piece. This will, of course, be Jeremy Parsons and humanity. Jeremy, I want to once again thank you so, so much for the time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for 2024. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for having me. And I can't wait to do it again next time. Next time when we have to try to remember when this time was. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'll have to pin this down saying, okay, this was the last time I, I got to hang out with Jeremy. So I'll, def- right. I'll, definitely, I'll definitely do that. Well, people, you heard it from Jeremy Parsons. Be sure to check him out if you have to do so. He is definitely worth your time. Here's the great song of his. This will be Humanity. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian Dijonek. We'll be right back after this. Tell me what you think you're doing I try and board your train of thought Ain't it a shame you look just like me But we're nothing like it all I've scared and set a type of mountains I found I was not scared to fly But I would not tolerate the mindset Of those who sit and judged on high I saw that humanity was dying inside them With no plan to save them from themselves Got a choice. 
Mistaken, and you miss the point of life. 